Welcome to the Sliders and Curveballs podcast. My name is Mike, and I'm here with my son, Joseph. Together, we are learning sports one game at a time. Hello, folks. This is Dave Borges. What a season it was, huh? I remember talking to you guys prior to the year, kind of making predictions, looking ahead to what um, the Huskies needed to be successful. And, you know, I thought they had a chance to be a good team. I wasn't convinced they were going to be a great team. 
wasn't convinced certainly that they'd be even a Final Four team, but certainly thought they had a chance to be good, even very good. A lot of things had to break their way, and when you look at it, just about everything did. I mean, you know, you didn't know what to expect from the freshmen, particularly Donovan Kling. And as, as big and as dominating as he was in high school, you, you wondered how he'd uh, fare against the big men of the Big East. And he more than did his share. He was just absolutely tremendous this year. One of the, one of the better big men in the country and only played 13 minutes a game. You wondered how the, 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 the new guys, the transfers would fit in. Well, all four really contributed quite well. I mean, Joey Calcaterra, he's Joey California. What, what more do you have to say? Um, Hassan Diara provided some, uh, some good minutes at the backup point guard, had a couple of nice games for UConn along the way. Nahim Ali was a great pickup, particularly down towards the latter part of the season in, in March. He really picked it up and uh, became a huge asset defensively and uh, from the perimeter offensively off the bench. And, of course, Tristan Newton, the point guard, took over R.J. Cole's role and even though he, you know, a lot of people questioned whether he was a true point guard and thought he might, you know, point guard might be the weak link of this team, he played really well by and large. Uh, a little bit up and down through the regular season, but in uh, in March he was a key component to their uh, championship victory. So then, of course, you wondered if, you know, Jordan Hawkins came off a freshman year in which he averaged five points and shot 33% from three, and Dan Hurley was expecting him to come in and be like an 18 points per game scorer, and that was a big jump to take. Uh, you know, we hadn't necessarily seen that talent. We knew he was talented, but we had to see it first, and we saw it pretty quickly when he uh, came back from a, missing a few games of the concussion. He's had a tremendous year. Now he's going to be most likely certainly a first-round draft pick. Andre Jackson Jr., could he develop? Uh, he just became just an all, he's one of the most unique players in the country, and what more can you say about him? Adama Sanogo, we all know he'd be great. Maybe we didn't know he'd be this great, especially in the NCAA tournament. He was just dominant. He was, he was outside of Big East, in, in Big East playing out, he was, he was almost unstoppable for the most part this season. I hope there's a spot for him in the NBA someday because uh, he deserves it. Great kid. Um, and, of course, you know, Dan Hurley. Dan Hurley had to prove himself. Two straight NCAA tournament first-round outsters, that doesn't really fly at UConn. And certainly a third straight was going to be trouble. Um, but not only did he uh, slay that dragon by slaying Rick Pitino in the first round, but leading the Huskies to six, basically six blowout victories, all of them by 10 points, all of them by 13 points or more, and uh, first time that's ever been done in NCAA history. So what, we'll, what we thought could be a good season turned out to be a great season for the Huskies. And, uh, guys, we look forward to talking to you prior to next year and hopefully have some uh, – some bold predictions then. I think UConn is going to be a very good team again, even though they'll lose Hawkins, they'll lose Calcaterra. There's probably going to be a couple other guys leaving. Sonogo remains to be seen. There might be a transfer or two, and they might pick up a transfer or two. So we'll see how it works out. But with Klingon, Caravan, Andre Jackson Jr., I assume, will be back. You know, Aline and um, Diara and uh, Newton, of those three, I think there's a good chance at least one or two of them are back. And you've got a top five nationally, uh, nationally rated recruiting class led by a McDonald's All-American point guard and some really good players. They're, UConn is going to be very good next year, even if they lose a couple more guys, a couple more key guys like Sonogo. Um, they're going to be very, very good, and a repeat is not out of the question. Thanks, guys. Great talking to you. Take care. Bye.
Hey everybody, welcome to the parade for title number five. No better place I would rather be on a Saturday morning about 11 o'clock. We're outside of Trumbull Kitchen. Thank you for joining us on the Sliders and Curveballs podcast. We're here with my longtime friend of over 40 years, Mr. Eric Pellet. And uh, we're here with Joseph, who just got a beautiful championship hat, swagged out in gold. We're here with Mom. She got us a nice spot on the parade route. And we can't wait. The, the crowds are starting to fill in. We've already seen Dama Mori, who looks great, by the way. And he's, he's told us, listen, this is just magical. It happens once every few years, and you come on down and celebrate. And this happens to be Hurley's first championship. Um, we just saw Kevin Nathan, who's been on the podcast. He was setting up for the television station to get a shot of the uh, bus coming on in, I'm sure, with the uh, players and the trophy on top. And uh, we got Bark in the Park, I think, at the Yard Goat Stadium today. So it's going to be lively in downtown Hartford. Thank you so much for joining us. Title number five, who, who, who would have thought? Um, Joseph, how excited are you to be able to see this parade come down? The last time you were here, you were two years old. I was? Two years old, we got pictures of you. 2014. That's right. And okay. who, are, who are the players that you're looking forward to seeing the most? Jordan Hawkins. Jordan Hawkins, who just declared for the NBA draft. We hope that a lot of the other players come back. But, um, yeah, it's just been an absolutely special, magical season. I think that these players have connected themselves to the fans. Um, here comes the, uh, the police on their motorcycles coming on by. Lights are going off. Uh, you got to come down to downtown Hartford, and if you can't make it, if you're part of UConn Nation that's been out of the state, let us bring you the joy of a championship parade. Um, people are lined up on the streets. It's going to come through the Soldiers Memorial up to a rally at the XL Center. Um, there are husky pop-up tents everywhere where you can buy all kinds of merchandise. Let's bring in Eric Pellet for a second, and uh, he's already starting to take steps to his left. He doesn't want to talk, but... Um, Key to the championship. Who who was the who was the player that you think that they they really they, they couldn't do this without? Oh, Snogo, definitely, definitely Snogo. He was he was the best in there. He would he average almost twenty points a game. So if they didn't have him, I don't think he would have. They might not have probably won it. But you know, Jordan Hawkins was right behind him though. Um, and then when Snogo goes out, you got Klingon coming in. So it's you know you it was it was definitely Snogo. I mean, if I had a voice like Eric Pellet, I would start my own podcast. This guy is fantastic on the mic. And uh, listen, you know, here's the thing. It's, it's just they had so many pieces. The identity, that's what Hurley talked about all the time. If you have to rebound, go get rebounds. If you're a shooter, Calcaterra, um, Aline, fantastic towards the end of the season. Newton, they could not win this title without Newton. Newton had to be a stat sheet stuffer. Nine points, five or six assists, seven or eight rebounds. Uh, then you got the change of back, if you will, a football term. When you go to Jackson, total head of speed. Uh, you know, the, the, the life blood of the team. And then Hawkins, deadly. The center's deadly. It was just an amazing, amazing thing to watch. So we're going to bring you some of the sounds of the parade and uh, stay with us. It's, it's a fantastic Saturday morning, Easter weekend. Happy spring. are blowing the streets are filling this is what we like husky nation title number five coming up i can see the bus starting the engine 
and then the rally is going to be awesome. There's a lot of people coming downtown. Beautiful day in downtown Hartford, basketball capital of the world. All right, everybody, listen. I think we just had the treat of the parade. Thousands and thousands of people are coming downtown. Kids, adults, everything. But we just saw our main man, Game Day Connor, walking on by. We dapped him up, took some pictures, and I knew that Connor was given a piece of the net from the championship game. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Andre Jackson might have said to Connor, you're my guy, cut a piece of his net. This is just typical Jackson because he... Uh, He's sharing. He's a point guard, right? He cuts a piece of his net, gives it to uh, Game Day Connor, who hands it to Joseph to take a picture with him. So all the people, all the people in the parade, as far as the eye can see, one kid, Sliders and Curveballs co-host, Joseph, is holding a piece of the net from the championship game. It can't get any better than that. You want to talk about memorabilia? That's a piece of memorabilia. Horns are blaring. Dogs are barking. We're ready to see our boys. Here we go. It's getting close to the time. Cotton candy is out. Everybody's having a fantastic time. We couldn't have had better weather. And uh, we're ready. We're ready to welcome our guys and to show them uh, what it's like to, to be a player that plays for UConn Nation and um, is out here uh, cheering for you and trying to celebrate all of your great success, this amazing accomplishment, fifth national championship. And Hurley's got to be so proud today, and his family, I'm sure, will be up on that bus and just soaking it in. This will be a memory that they'll remember for the rest of their lives, and, and we as fans will uh, definitely. Fantastic. So nice to bump into old friends downtown and just the camaraderie of uh, being amongst everybody that's been rooting for this team for so many years through the ups and downs, conference realignment, going to play in the American, coming back to the Big East. People saying that we're done. People saying that Hurley can't win. People saying that the Calhoun years are over. Other schools getting all that football money. And what? where are we? Where are those schools today as we're out here celebrating a parade? This is what you're going to remember as a fan. My family is challenging me, Eric, to get a tattoo. Now, I'm afraid of needles, so... <laughs> <laughs> How is that going to go? They want me to get a small dog. I says, if I'm going to go big, I should get a whole sleeve. Maybe put like all five banners. What do you think? What, what do you want to do? Put, let put you to sleep if you're afraid of needles. Jesus. But yeah, you, can would. you be put to sleep by anesthesia to get a tattoo? I'm just asking. But if you do, get a full arm. Full arm. Full arm. So we'll see. I don't know. I might have to come up with something. But I'm always nervous about the artist. I can't have somebody that had a bad night's sleep. All of a sudden, going ahead and tattooing me up. You know what I mean? So, anyway, we'll see if any local tattoo shops send me a direct message if you can put somebody under anesthesia to get a tattoo, and I'll just wake up with championship uh, swag all over my arm. It's about to get super, super loud here downtown. I mean, there's people on rooftops hanging out windows with Yukon flags. I was just closing my eyes and raising my hands and, and breathing in the, the beautiful spring air. It's heaven when you are celebrating a national championship with all of the community and the fans, everything that we've gone through. It's just a remarkable day. Something that you could be a part of, something that's bigger than yourself.
And uh, although it's going to get really, really loud and cell phone service is really weak down here because of the, the, the mass of people, um, I think that uh, Joseph's buying, buying beads and he's got cotton candy. Do, I hope his dentist is not listening to this podcast. Um, but uh, it's a celebratory day and we're going to try to bring you some of the, uh, the parade. Enjoy, Yukon Nation. You deserve it. Let's go, Yukon! Here comes the motorcade right now. Ten motorcycles ready to go. Beautiful Harleys. Let's go! Let's go, Yukon! There we go. Fire truck, police department leading the parade off right outside of Trumbull Kitchen. More people down here than I think I've ever seen downtown. It's body to body. Shoulder to shoulder. Look at the Yukon logo with Joe's number 22 right on top of the fire truck. That's fantastic. They're rolling right now. And we got a nice marching band coming right behind them. Kids on shoulders, horns blaring. Mark Twain making up an appearance. Yeah, Mark!
it's so cool to see a lot of the local schools represented here. The marching bands are out. Really, really fun. Just saw Donovan Klingon's dad, wished him congratulations. Proud Papa walking the parade. What's that? There's a beautiful husky. Yeah. Beautiful husky being walked in by the military. Kevin Nathan trying to find his spot around us on where he wants to uh, broadcast best. And he's getting all the action as it comes right down. Sunglasses, beads everywhere. ESPN. cheerleaders and Jonathan see Jonathan look Joe Tossing shirts, tossing beads. There we go. Here comes the band next. Big 18 wheeler. What a fun time. Here comes the band, Joe's front and center. Little Yukon theme song. Be ready to catch. Be ready to catch. Hey, 
Here they come, right in front of Trumbull Kitchen. 2023 championship number five, introducing the Yukon Band. Come the politicians and I think we got one more bus to go you know the politicians always get close to the uh, the bus so we got the parade bus coming next I want to catch a little glimpse of that trophy we already touched the championship net I see Andre Jackson right up there at the top. First player. Hawkins standing right there in the front. There's Sunoco. There's the title. Mom's clicking away with the pictures. I got the pod going. Sunoco's got the championship. The guys got their the guys got their championship hats on. Oh yeah. Tristan Newton. Now Jordan's signing shirts and throwing them. Look at this. All the fans are throwing them stuff to sign. And they look so happy and we're happy for them. Even the drones are up in the air.
Love it. Tom Moore is on the back. Hawkins has already signed a dozen shirts and he's throwing them back. I don't know if the same fans are getting the shirts back. There's Luke Murray. No, no sight of his dad. Who's that? Bill Murray should have been here. Yeah, Bill Murray's probably got a nice restaurant reservation. All the drones behind. Yes, sir! Yeah! Yes, sir! Yeah! Here's, here's Dan Hurley. Dan Hurley on the back with Andrea. Yes, sir! Look at that. Love it. And now we move towards the rally. Huskies! Huskies! Yukon! Connor's on the mic. We're over here by Pratt Street. It's thick, thick, thick with people. And the confetti is flying. So we're probably about a uh, hundred yards away from the the stage where they're speaking, and it's just it's pandemonium down here. Joseph's catching confetti, putting it in his hat. We're trying to make our way to Pratt Street. proclaims championship number six. See you here next year. This could be an annual tradition. Let's go, making our way down Pratt by Vaughn's. Everybody's got the beer stands out. What a day. Connecticut, number one. Top of the mountaintop. Let's run it back in 2024, you come!